convincing. <laughs> How many of you made a New Year resolution, uh, New Year resolution at the beginning of the year? Come on, That's, that should be our goal since the, the beginning of 2019. And if you're not excited to close this year, that means something's not doing well. Something's not right, huh? All right. <laughs> Hopefully, I'm not the only one who's excited. Okay. There you go. Amen. I'm going to share uh, a very simple message today. Uh, in fact, you know, we, we have a baptism after this. And I pray that during the, the sermon, there will be more people who, who can stand up and then Give themselves to be baptized. If you haven't yet to be baptized. Let me give you a, a simple word also. According to uh, water baptism. Okay. If you open up in uh, the book of uh, John chapter 3. There's this guy named Nicodemus. Nicodemus, right? It's Nick. He came to ask Jesus what would it take for me to enter this kingdom that you've been talking about? And then Jesus replied to him. He told him, only if you are born again. And then he got confused because how in the world, me being this, this uh, uh, mature and older dude, uh, to be born again from my mother's womb? And then Jesus replied back and said to him, Unless you are born again in the water and in the fire, then you can never enter this kingdom. So, there's a significant value, a significant mean for us to be baptized in the water. Says, as you declare that Jesus is your Lord, as you declare that Jesus is your Savior then you ought to give and commit yourself to him. As you give and commit yourself to him, therefore, all of us ought to be baptized in the water for the powerful cleansing in our life. If you haven't yet to be, I mean, uh, uh, been baptized in the water, I encourage you to do so. And then we're having one today right after the service. No, right, right after my sermon. So that way uh, you can... Uh, Step back to the back and ask uh, our office to uh, provide you with a, with a garment. All right? You excited for the word this morning? Yes? All right. I titled my message today is... Not yet. You guys ready? Yeah, there it is. In my name, says Jesus... Very simple. All of us has a name. My name is Frankie. I have a wife named Ansela. And I have a, a son named Joshua. And I have two daughters named Lily, uh, Livy and Lily. See, I always get confused. Livy and Lily, right? All of you in this room, you have a name. And Jesus is his name. And he says, in my name. 
the name of Jesus, as you and, all, as you and I know, right? We've been saying this, we've been uh, uh, quoting this, we've been saying and shouting this name in our praise songs, in our worship, in our uh, uh, prayer. The name of Jesus is above all names. How many of you can boldly declare to yourself and to others in this world that your name is above all names? Uh, no, you're not. Your parents probably think that you're not. Your sibling probably thinks, no, you're not. Your friends probably think that, oh, no, you're not. And this name that we're talking about today, his name is Jesus. A powerful name. The name that was given by God himself. That's why we are in the prepping uh, moment here. We are ready to celebrate his birth. We are ready to celebrate and mention again, all over again, his name. The name that had impacted the world. The name that had impacted every single one of our lives. That's why you are here. That's why you are here testifying. That's why you are here declaring. That's why you are here shouting praises. Because that name alone had already impacted you and me. The name that is so powerful that you can't deny that this God, this Savior, this Lord is real. Because it doesn't only happen in Seattle, guys. This name had impacted the other part of the world. It impacted people in all sorts of, 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 uh, of life. Jesus is his name. All right. Let's move on. And he, next slide, he instructed all of us to do this. All right. Number one, you ask in this name. So I asked earlier, are you excited? Are you ready to close this year with victory? Maybe you haven't had asked certain things that maybe you are too fearful. Maybe you are too intimidated. Maybe you think you are too weak to even ask. There is no condition to ask. Jesus says, okay, open up with me, John chapter 14, verse 12 and uh, to 14. It says, if I tell you the truth, anyone who believes in me, anyone who believes in me will do the shame, the same works I have done, and even greater works because I'm going to be with the Father. And you can ask for anything. Everybody say anything. Right? Anything. You can ask for anything in what name? In my name. In my name. What an assurance. What an assurance. How many of you like to buy product with a guarantee that it's going to work? <laughs> huh? You want to buy it 
And well, you want to, to have some, some sort of guarantee that this thing is going to work. It's going to do its job. It's going to perform as it should. Right? Well, you can't do that to a wife or a, a husband. You're just going to have to pray. <laughs> right? I know that's your desire. Unfortunately, he's a living. A husband is a living being too. A wife is a living being too. All right? You ought to pray. So there's a guarantee. When Jesus says, in my name, you can ask anything. And he says what? I will do it. I will do it. Yes, you ask anything. Anything. What is it that you haven't asked? What is it that you want to ask that you haven't asked? Or maybe you have asked, but you ask it in the wrong name. Maybe you ask it in the wrong name. You went to your parents to ask. You went to your husband to ask. You went to your wife to ask. Maybe you went to a, a wrong name. Maybe a, a Bank of America. Maybe a, a what? Some mortgage company. Maybe some what? Loan deferment companies. Right? That's why you haven't experienced. That's why you haven't received it. Because whatever it is that you ask, you ask it in the wrong name. Some of us ask for things to happen in our lives in the a name of a medicine. You have a high blood pressure, you ask for a high blood pressure name. Uh, medicine's name, whatever that might be. You feel a little weak and then you ask for some kind of supplement's name. I know as all you know, you and I know, you know, vitamins industries all over the world is, uh, is a powerful thing now. All kinds of different, I don't know where they made it from, but they call it vitamins. <laughs> Ask in the wrong name. You're looking for success. You ask for that success in the wrong name. In our mind, somehow it's so conditioned, right? It's so easily conditioned. I'll, I'll, I'll use this as an example. How, no, how many of you here in this room, I don't want to say that you are weird, but how many of you in this room that doesn't carry an Android phone or an Apple phone? None of us. How many of you still carry a Blackberry? None of us. You see how things are transformed. There was a Blackberry era where everybody was Blackberry. Even during preaching, you can hear all of this. Now those things are gone, thanks to our prayer. <laughs> Everything is touch screen, right? We are so easily conditioned where what's happening around us is what should 
be happening in us too. We are so conditioned where so-and-so has this, then therefore I should have it too. You're so moved by, by certain things that is so, you know, promoted everywhere. Hey, if you don't give to this certain organization, you are declared unrighteous. Hey, if you don't participate in this kind of activities uh, for the sake of, you know, they use the name kingdom of God, and you are, the original word said, kafir. That's not the way. And Jesus said, for you to ask. Sometimes we, even to ask certain simple things, we make it so complicated, right? Huh? We make it so complicated. For you to, to get to know somebody, all you need to know, all, all you need to do is what? To come to that person and introduce yourself. Right? But we make, oftentimes we make it so complicated. You do all this research first, who this dude is, where did this dude come from, where this woman comes from, where's your background, what is your, your uh, preferences, and all this kind of things. Making it so complicated. Why can't you just introduce yourself? Hey, I eat vegetable. Do you eat vegetable? Yes. Get to know somebody. Sometimes we're so awkward when we try to uh, socialize in the real person because we're, we're so good in socializing in the media platform, but you cannot socialize in the real person. You become so awkward. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say, Pastor. Why? Is he not a human? Is she not a human? Just introduce yourself. The same way when we ask Jesus, Lord, I feel so empty. Even me standing here, there are times I feel so empty. I feel empty because why? Because things that were in me, that were in me, had been exhausted out. Had been used up. How many of you are in the parenting season now? Yes, there's a lot of you. Yes. A lot of you get used up easily and so fast. Many times, many times that it's so fast, you can't even know. I mean, you, you didn't even realize that it's already gone. You don't have any more time for your spouse you're losing energy to even praise the name of Jesus. You don't even want to think because you're so used up. Because why? Because what we experience in this lifetime, a lot of it is physically, physically, physical, or natural. We fail to increase the capacity 
of our spiritual. We fail to add more, what do you call that, additives or supplement to our spiritual walk with Jesus. That's why when you ask, even you ask things, you ask in the natural term, which that doesn't have anything to do with what Jesus is asking you to ask. My wife's been asking for me to, to, to lose weight down to my, my old, when I was young, you know, I was in the 150, 160 pound, you know, kind of stable. <laughs> I know you're laughing now. She's been asking for the last 20, 21 years, you know, I'll be, I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll be married 22 years this year and this coming year, sorry. 22 years. And still hasn't come down. <laughs> you know, it's always in the red zone, you know. 190, 195, 189, 182. The best is 179. That was my best. <laughs> I told her, man, come on. Why can't you just look at me that I am happy? <laughs> if I'm happy, you'll be happy too. Okay. So she got creative. See, she got creative and she made these veg, vegetable dishes more enticing. You know what enticing means? <laughs> There's a little basso on the left side and then a fried egg in the middle. It's still veggie, right? But <laughs> I get to eat it. <laughs> but hey, man, 22 years later, I'm still smiling. I can dance still. In fact, uh, our brother uh, Hadi asked, Asked me to participate, and he, he advertised this triathlon that's going to happen in next August. I said, okay, I'm, I'm in it. There you go. I said my word, and I can't back out, right? <laughs> Tri not, not triathlon, full triathlon, but I think it's a, it's a mini, mini version of it. You start with the mini. Wow. What is it that you have asked? If he says, if he says, hey, my plan in the, in the family uh, uh, institution that I have designed and created in your life is going to work. Is that a guarantee that he said that to all of us? Or when, we, when he said this, that, hey, you know what? I am the way. This is what Jesus said. I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. Is that a guarantee statement that he said to all of us? Yes, it is. If it says that he is the way, then there's no other way. There's only his way. That's what a lot of our wives said. Is it either my way or there's no way, right? I'm just kidding. Only Jesus Husbands, tell your wife, only Jesus says that, not you. <laughs> I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. A lot of us, you know, many of us just got confused with where you should be going because you just have no clue where you should be going. You got so distracted, you got so confused, you know, there's so many ways to choose, and here you are, blanking. You just don't know where to go. 
Should I have a kid? Should I have a business? Should I, should I apply for this job? Should I commit to this uh, ministry? Should I do this? Should I do that? Should I take my husband uh, to a, a good restaurant? Should I treat my wife to a good holiday vacation? All this kind of distraction. And just Jesus says, very simple, I'm the way, guys. Right here, right here, it's me. It's me. Ask anything in my name. He says he will do it. Maybe there are certain things that you desire, that you long to, to see it happening in your life in the year 2019. It hasn't come through yet. Maybe he hasn't, you know, bear fruit that you anticipated. Just ask. Say, Lord, where is it that I do wrong? Just go back to the place where you had left it off. Maybe you had lost interest uh, halfway down the, the year. Maybe you have a, 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 you flaked out in your commitment. Maybe you, you had a cold feet in making that decision. And you go back to that point and say, hey, Lord, I need that strength for me to pick it back up and take it to the next level. To the next level. Because he already guaranteed his statement. He had already assured every single one of us that what you ask, he's going to do it. All right, secondly, you do it in my name. You do it in my name, Jesus said. In the Colossians chapter 3, verse 17, say, whatever you do in word, Everybody say in word or in deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus and giving thanks to God. Yes, asking God to intervene, asking God to do something for you requires for you to take action. What is it that you do this year, 2019? That ties to your request from the beginning of it. Have you done anything in the name of Jesus? Whatever commitment that you're in, have you done anything to that commitment? Many of us become so careless, you just... Operate as though things are happening as usual. You operate as though things are happening uh, as what happened in the year before. Oh, she's not mad at me anymore. Therefore, I'm just going to relax. Oh, I make, I'm, I'm, I'm making uh, three figures. Is it three figures? Is it four figures now? Huh? Six figures. Oh, man, I'm so old. <laughs> My first job, I was making $3.25 per hour. $3.25 per hour. You don't, you don't get anything today, right? Six figure. I'm already making six figure. I don't need anything else. God, yeah, you can do your thing, God. I'm going to just cruise along. I already have a wife. Hey, hey, husband. I already have a wife. That's it. I'm, I'm taking care of. 
<laughs> I don't need I don't need to do anything else. She's locked up already. <laughs> Be careful for what you said. Be careful for what you deciding to do. The enemy can easily use your statement to go against you. Sometimes things are happening around us that just cause us to what? To not want to do it anymore. How many of you have tried multiple times and when it happened you decided, you decided to just quit? It's so easy. You follow the recipes and it didn't work. The second recipe didn't work again. The third one didn't really work again and you just quit. You try this doctor, it didn't work. You went to another doctor, it still didn't work. You went to the third doctor and it still didn't work. Then you just quit. Same thing with the church. You went to one church, it didn't work. Go to another church. Ah! It's even worse. Go to the third church. Ah, so, so. It didn't work. Because you're looking for things that are natural. You come with conditions when you begin to do things. Why can't you just do things? Because he said to do it. For you to have babies, just have babies. Haha. <laughs> young parents or young couples. If you call to have babies, just have babies. I know I say it because my kids are already tall, they're big, right? 18, 15, and 11. I share those tiredness too, you know. I share those pain too, you know. I shared it. I was there. I was there crying. I was there laying on the, on the carpet in my living room when my, my wife doesn't know. I was just crying to God. There's no way I can handle this, Lord. <laughs> now this day I get to enjoy my lunch hour when my kids were still babies my lunch as soon as I, I get my lunch I went to the park nearby and I slept every 10 minutes of sleep at that time was so powerful for me <laughs> yes I had to sleep in all over the places just because I had less sleep. Sometimes we're so tricked about doing things in our lives for the sake of success. You know, I think I shared this before. But a lot of times we're running this race in our society for you to gain success. And that's a, that's a true, true uh, uh, goal. Everybody wants to have a success in their lives. You want to be a successful writer. You want to be a successful scientist. You want to be a successful uh, engineer. All kinds of success that are out there that are offered to you. And a lot of times we are bound to do things in our lives dictated by this success that is determined by position. 
that is determined by offers. You compromise a lot of things, including your relationship with God, in order for you to gain the success that you are looking to, to, to get. If you ask me, have you experienced failures, Pastor? Yes, I have. Failures is part of life. But being a failure doesn't mean you are a loser. There is a good intention for us to fail. There's God. God has his way. And his way is always the right way. If he doesn't allow failures in our lives, how can we even grow? How can we grow as a person? How can we grow as a believer if failure is not in the term? You quit doing what, is, what it is that you had desire, decided to do the beginning of this year. A lot of it because you have failed. Because you thought that God is not interested in what I was about to do. You thought you're going to make a good student out of an engineering program and it somehow it didn't work out. You thought you're going to make a good husband in this family and somehow it just it falls short. Sometimes you ought to perform in your business or in your job for you to gain a certain position or level in the, in the company and somehow it didn't happen the way that you anticipated. Does that mean that God failed? Does that mean that his name, as he had guaranteed in your life, was less powerful? No. Many times we are praying for our loved ones. You know, I've been praying for my loved ones. I've been praying for my, uh, my, uh, my father-in-law. He had passed away without knowing Christ. Even as I prayed, I prayed and I prayed and I prayed. Beginning of this year, he passed. But my sister-in-law mentioned that he nodded his head before he breathed his last breathe, breathe his last breath. When my sister-in-law said, Jesus is your savior, dad. He nodded. And then he's gone. I wasn't in that uh, place, but I believe it happened. He was born as a Muslim to be a, uh, what do you call that, haji? Is it haji? Haji. It's like me, a pastor, he's the haji. So we always butt head. <laughs> he sent me letters oftentimes, and I just didn't reply. I said, Lord, in the name of Jesus, let this word that has left him, God, be replaced with the word that will satisfy him in the eternal life with you. 
So I believe he did all kinds of research. Sometimes he quoted Bible verses in the letter to me, and I say, okay, then he's reading a Bible. That's good. <laughs> so my, my, my take in this, when Jesus said, whatever it is that you do, whether it's in word or in deed, you do it in my name. That means if you're doing it and you are fully aware that God is on board with whatever it is that you're doing, it's just going to happen. It's just going to happen. There's a story in the Bible. If you open up the book of Acts chapter 3, uh, this is a funny one, right? This guy was born lame since birth, right? He was born lame since birth. He oftentimes being carried to be in front of the temple uh, entrance for him to ask for alms, to, to, to you know, for money, for not. So at that time, Peter and John was passing in. He was ready to go in. They were ready to go into the temple and they saw this dude asking for money. And then Peter looked at him in his eye and he said, you know, whatever you ask, I don't have. But what I have, what I do have, listen to this, what I do have, I will give you. And then he reached down to this guy who was lame with his right hand and he picked him up. And then this guy was able to stand and started dancing for the Lord and shouting the name of Jesus. Because as Peter reached down with his right hand, he mentioned this, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise. And he rose. Whatever it is that you're doing has the same power as Peter as he reached down to declare whatever it is that he was about to do. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise. Don't, don't be pushed, don't, don't get pushed back by the society. A lot of times we are so pushed back. Oh yeah, my, my portfolio was just not there. My, my uh, experience was just not enough for me to be, to be accepted in that, uh, to, be, to, 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 to be recruited in the, in the company as whatever it is that you are desiring for you to do. What is it that you're doing? That's the thing that matters the most. Are you just spacing uh, back and forth every day in your life? Just making the extra buck, just making the salary that uh, you are hired to do? What is it that you're doing? Jesus says, 
Do it all in my name. As you're doing it in his name, guess what happened? Something in the what? Something in the spiritual realm is happening. The same thing with this guy who was lame since birth. There was no doctor who can fix it. There was no other guy who can fix it. Only this name that is uh, mentioned by Peter, which is the name of Jesus Christ, was able to get him to stand up and walk. So what is it that you're doing that didn't bear the same power? What is it that you're doing that wasn't equipped by the same power that Jesus had already given us? You know, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. The job that you are in today is just a job. What matters is the work that you're putting in to the job. The work that you're putting in to the job, if you bear whatever it is that you do in that job with the name that is above all names, you are not going to stuck being with it as you are. Sometimes you think that, oh, yes, I'm only at the entry level. I'm only the secretary. Yes, I'm only the bookkeeper. I'm only the, the uh, secretary, I mean, the, the vice president. Come on. You're just limiting. You're just limiting what Jesus can do on your behalf. If you declare yourself that I, cannot, I can never be a good father, you're just limiting God. I can never be a good wife. You're just limiting God. I can never earn six figures income. You're just limiting God. So I'm going to remind you, all of us in this room today, as we close this year of 2019, 2019, Let's do things with intention. If you want to have a, a better marriage, be intentional. You want to success in your career, be intentional. You want to have a success ministry, be intentional. Don't count. A lot of times we are so uh, uh, pressured by counting. Yes, you are good at counting. Yes, you are. You know how to count your money. Yes, you know how to count your hours. But the Bible, in the Bible, if you read the stories, the very person that God used to carry out his mission is the one who is super busy. Never had time. And all of a sudden, God called this person to just do wonderful, wonderful work for his kingdom. I myself never thought that I could raise, a three, raise three children in my life. I could never thought that I could make this much money today. I could never imagine. 
I could never imagine being standing, I mean, standing here on this platform speaking to you with the experience. It's because that name that we learn today has more than the thing that you are asked, than the thing that you are doing today. The name of Jesus has greater value than you could ever think. The name of Jesus had greater power than you could ever imagine. Yes, you are sick today. But in his name, he said what? We have been healed. Let us all stand. Let us all stand. Let's look at the last slide. As we agree together, when we're approaching to the end of this year, okay? Look at this, the last slide. Why? Why is it in my name? Jesus said. Why is it in my name? Matthew 28, verse 16 says, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. When Jesus says all authority means all things, all things has been given to him, to this name that is the name above all names. This has been given to him. What you need is already in him. That's why when you accepted him as your personal savior and God, that's what? This thing that has been given to him is inside of you. And the same authority that has been placed and given unto Jesus can operate inside of every single one of you. When I was first sent to a mission trip, I had no idea what I was doing. But I just remember, everybody said, in the name of Jesus, I just follow, in the name of Jesus. And all of a sudden, the blind eyes see. And, I, and the next person comes in the name of Jesus. And all of a sudden, he can stand in the name of Jesus. And all of a sudden, this big gland that is hanging off his neck just disappear instantly. All I said is, in the name of Jesus. If you think that you can fix your problem, ask. Ask in this name. Ask in this name. I guarantee you, you will praise this name as you experience it. Come on, let's praise him right now. Let's praise him. Hallelujah. That's why. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let's just come to him. Oh 
single one of us, God, to a close of this year of 2019, 
Lord, we believe what we ask had already been secured in you. We believe what we did and what we are doing. Lord, that you had acknowledged it since the beginning of it. Lord, we just pray, Holy Spirit, you just minister power unto every single one of my brothers and sisters in this room, God. None of them, God, will fall into the trap of the enemy. That none of them, Father God, will be confused any longer. God, that they will not be intimidated. God, that fear will remove, will be removed out of this life. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. God, we believe in the name of Jesus there's power. In the name of Jesus there's healing. In the name of Jesus, God, there's resurrection. In the name of Jesus, God, breakthrough upon breakthrough will begin to happen in the lives of us, O oh Lord. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, God. Lord, you know the condition of our heart today. Lord, as we come to you, Father, fix it. We ask for you to fix it. That's right. We ask for you to fix it. In Jesus' name, you're powerful. Thank you, God. In Jesus' name, everybody said, Amen. 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 You might be seated.